everybody and welcome back to another European Championships of Drink. We are the Thinking Drinkers, we're award-winning drinks experts and we're hosts of the, um, frankly, life-changing, I think you'd say, ben, life-changing uh, drinks podcast around the world in 80 drinks. So after you watch the video, subscribe to that uh, and if you'd like us to uh, whisper juicy drinks chat into your ear holes then that's where we will do it on our podcast. oral pleasure tom but with an a <laughs> and uh but for the purposes of these videos uh we're swapping football for drinks in the absence of our 2020 euro 2020 tournament um if you need any more than that we frankly labor uh, the, the premise of these videos in groups a and b so go back and have a look at those today we're on group d aren't we ben yep Group D, and that includes England, 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 Scotland, yeah, Scotland. They got Um, through. uh, They hadn't officially qualified, but we made them go through uh, and qualify as one of the uh, in the playoffs. We did. Let's Uh, let's face it; it was frankly highly unlikely, but still, we love Scotland. Yeah, they got they got a few drinks as well, more drinks than some of the other sort of qualifiers. Yeah, yeah. And we've also got the Czech Republic, who are, who are legit in yep. qualification and have drinks, and Croatia, who've been yep. pretty good in tournament football recently. Uh, but first up, Ben, I think we'll deal with Ingerland. Now, we are going with a wonderful beer from the St. Austell Brewery down in Cornwall called Big Job IPA. Now, this is the lovely brainchild of a wonderful man called Roger Ryman, who very sadly passed away recently, aged just 52. Now, Roger was one of the great guys of brewing, an amazing brewery. He joined at St. Austell Brewery back in 1999 when it wasn't doing very well, and breathed life back into it, uh, completely transformed its fortunes and turned it into one of the best regional brewers in the country. Um, he was a really lovely chap. He had loads of knowledge, a lovely way of communicating it as well. And he taught us loads. We did a video about Malt, Maris Otto Malt, which we'll put on the uh, comments below. Uh, and he was a lovely guy, and he made an amazing, ma- amazing beers. And this is one of them. Uh, the, bi- the most famous beer probably from St. Austell is Tribute. Then they have Proper Job, which is inspired by some of the American-style IPAs. And Big Job is the double IPA version. So it's got, it's, a, it's 7.2%. Uh, it's made with lovely Cornish malt. He was very, very big on, on championing Cornish malt, and they, they use Cornish water. Um, and he's really up for championing what's going on down in Cornwall. Uh, but big job is, so it's got lovely Cornish malt, Marisota from there, and it's also got Citra and Centennial hops in there. This is a double IPA, which basically means it's like an IPA, but with loads more hops in there and a little bit more strength. Now, you need to change your background, Ben. And... Hmm. Um, and oh yeah, called, there we go. Just to stress, it's called it's called Big Job. Now that's one of the reasons. Big Job um, in my a mouth. Bit of a gear shift from remembering a wonderful man to talking about big jobs, but we're going to do it. I'm sure he'd approve. Um, now, when I first heard that Big Job was a beer, I did think, does anyone else know that Big Job is a is a, a word for something else? And apparently, it is because I looked at Viz. The Profanosaurus, our favourite book. Um, and big jobs a big thing. Um, the job centre apparently is another word <laughs> for the toilet. You've got dog, a dog poo in the middle of the road, Tom, a jobstacle. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got a uh, toilet paper, a job application form, 
and mm -hmm. a, a wee jobby. I mean, a Scots. Yes, a wee jobby. A wee jobby. That will so, take um, us on to Scotland. But I, what I love about this beer, Ben, is that um, the the multi quality of it. I know it's big on the hops mm -hmm. as well, but they use uh, they use the Marisotta. Uh, they do barley in this, don't they? they Which do. is pretty. We went down there and uh, and uh, had a go at cutting some of that and going to a malt malting. We had a whole day dicking around in malts. It was brilliant. Mm. And Roger was mm. there and he was, told us loads about it. Um, and it's, no, it won Champion uh, Bottle Beer Britain in 2017 because it's really well balanced. It's a lovely beer. Proper job's great. St. Austell beers are wonderful. If you go down to Cornwall this summer, get hold of it, but you can get it pretty much anywhere. And also, did you know, Tom, that... If there was a nuclear war, which is not massively unlikely given that Trump, Putin, Kim Jong-un and that Chinese fellow are all getting on each other's tits. Did you know that the best place to be in Britain, apart from Barrow and Furness, if were there to be an attack on the major cities, would be Cornwall? And okay. St. Austell uh, would probably keep going while other breweries would be enveloped in a mushroom cloud. So that's something to bear in mind as well. It's not mm. the reason it's uh, so good, but... Um, Proper job, big job. Well done, Roger, and yeah. this must be you. Cheers. So strong, strong start from the English there. Let's move from the English to the wee jobbies. The wee jobbies. Um, to the Scots. And for Scotland, um, mm -hmm. we, we're, we're going to go with a gin. We're going to go Ooh. with Eightlands Gin. Now, um, hang on, have, have you changed your screen now? I've just got to change I've changed again. mine, yeah. Get rid of those racist uh, he, Dancers get on a genuine Scott, yeah. Um, and it's quite topical in school uniform, of course. Um, hopefully, some kids what, Nicholas Sturgeon is that Nicholas Sturgeon? <laughs> uh, thumbs up for Scotland, yes. Uh, but contrary to well, their football skills, obviously, leave a lot to be desired. I think it's fair to say they, they're pretty cack when it comes to the national football team. But when it comes to uh, drink, the, they would be maybe the football equivalent. It might be Buckfast, but they're more like, in fact, when it comes to this tournament, Ben, they're probably more like a Germany or a France, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, their drink game's strong. Yeah, does that make sense? I don't think it does. <laughs> anyway, they're good with drinks. Yes. Crap at football. Um, <laughs> but this, this, uh, this gin today, the Eightlands gin, We've actually, um, we've mentioned this in our eight, uh, Around the World in 80 Drinks podcast. We did a special mm -hmm. on gin and we mentioned this. So we thought we'd bring it into this tournament as well because it is, is pretty, pretty good gear. Mm. And they've sent us loads of stuff, the, the Eight Lands guys. They sent us this lovely gift pack with, uh, with, with some nice little miniatures in there. I don't know if you can see those. Oh, uh, in fact, they were incredibly generous, which is... Um, also, but, uh, although really, it does help, I've got to say, it does. We are independent. Really... We're very much independent. We've got huge journalistic integrity. But if people do send us stuff, we we'll will say it's it. really nice. Yeah, that is a fact. And uh, yeah, the, the generosity wasn't really, again, uh, not really in keeping with um, the, the Scottish <laughs> approach. But there you go. They've they've been incredibly generous. So thank you very very much. It's made at uh, the Glen Ryan's Distillery, which is in the um, the Speyside region of Scotland, which is probably more famous for its um its whiskey production and in fact we've been up there together ben i've been many times for, for whiskey distilleries but we went up to glenrothes distillery where we did some uh four by four driving um in the countryside blindfolded yes don't try that at home kids no uh no it's very no. very dangerous 
especially after a, a glass of whiskey. We also yeah. shot some guns that day. Yeah. Uh, so don't drink, drive. All in all, don't guns. drink or drive. Yeah. Don't drink and shoot guns. No. I definitely don't drink, drive and shoot guns whilst blindfolded. No. Um, so there we go. So they make a lot of booze in this region of, of, uh, of Scotland. Um, and at the Eight Lands Distillery, uh, they are an organic um produced organically produced um gin and they collect some of their botanicals from outside the distillery so uh, they go they do a little bit of bush foraging out there mm -hmm. uh, which is always was handy i love foraging bushes, around a bush bushes around you handsy handy and mm -hmm. um so some of the, the locally sourced botanicals they've got in there for anyone who's um, into a bit of green fingering is um, the low the low growing evergreen dwarf shrub Ben they've used in that if you yep. can smell it it's got quite a heathery note on that Jim tiny little um, they they use uh, dark red berries that mm -hmm. grow in the northern upland regions um, so lots of botanicals herbs spices um, I'm getting any wee jobbies uh, in there do they pick them up and put them well, in no it's funny I'm, I, I thought I'd get something spicy I thought I thought it had come in there but um, yeah but no maybe that's just because i had a curry with those berries those berries are called cowberries not dangleberries cowberries which mm -hmm. sounds a bit like uh cow roids doesn't it ben um, it does. these are not <laughs> the roids you're looking for <laughs> they are not but it's lovely stuff it's gluten-free that's good give it a little taste most of all you get a whack of juniper and that's so important in your gin don't mm. muck about with gin always have that really nice pronounced juniper note People stop dicking around with gin. Yeah. So there we go. And that is that is very a fantastic, nice. fantastic gin. I, I on World Martini Day on Friday, I had a martini made with this, and it was lovely. It's lovely gear. So that's a, that's the Scots. I think again, strong, strong stuff from the strong Scots. Stuff. They really are turning um, up in this tournament. Who's next? Up the checks. Checks. Up the checks. So next are. Hang on, bear with me. Change, change your screen somewhere I uh, Oh, yeah. Be ready. Okay. That's a mullet. Come on. There's not much to work with here. Uh, beer? Beer? Uh, no, the beer. So what we're doing is this. Pilsner Urquell. Everyone will be aware of that. It's one of the most popular beers out there. Now, this is proper classic proper classic gear it's a cold stone classic it's from the town of pilsen and it is the original pilsner now pilsner is a style that can be made anywhere around the world these days but it's it originates from the town of pilsen in uh, the czech republic um and it dates back to the late 1830s early 1840s when oh let's just look at that look at that look at the head on that tom mm. a smashing glassware as well you've got mm. that um, now that's good gear now hmm. so back in the 1830s pilsen was an embarrassment to bohemian brewing having been overtaken by the more technologically advanced bavarians so in 1839 they commissioned a new brewery in pilsen to make a golden lager and they got in a bavarian brewer called joseph Grohl. he's a right grumpy bastard but he knew his stuff and he had lovely ingredients to work with lovely juicy moravian malt he had lovely czar's hops the, the sort of rolls royce of lager hops all around him he had, a, he had an amazing labyrinthine sort of network of cellars beneath the brewery where he could store and cold condition the, the lager as well. And uh, he brewed the, what is considered the first ever golden, real golden lager. And it coincided with the invention of glassware. 
So you can imagine well, before this, beer would have been of a darker hue and have been drunk in stuff like in stuff like that without the pens, obviously. Was that your uh, beer writer of the year award? Oh, well, this snuck, little thing snuck oh, that into well, the video. Well, you know, there's not well, one, how 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 the one. irony, the there's irony not, that something not. you've won makes you such a loser. <laughs> Uh, How can you put two, that in there's there? two, I mean, it's three or four more, Tom, because I've won it so often. Um, it's, um, I mean, I haven't won it for a while, but I think... Well, this will help. I think all the other beer writers <laughs> know that I've not been trying. A bit like Ronnie O'Sullivan, I can turn up and win it any time. Anyway, uh, Joseph Galt. So basically, all the beer would have been drunk out of those things. May have been darker in hue. And then he released this, golden, sparkling, in lovely new glassware, and everyone went batshit crazy for it. Um, yeah. And it was no surprise that it took over and spread all over the world. Now, the guards and Pilsen were a bit silly. They didn't patent it. If you've watched Dragon's Den, you've got to patent it. Um, but it's a lovely, well-balanced lager. It's got these lovely Zars hops, um, this moist Moravian malted barley. And then there's that lovely soft pills and water that come together. And it is a wonderful beer. It's a classic. Um, it is very flavoursome. If you, for normal yeah. lager, lager drinkers. If you yeah. like lager, close don't like this. Lager. But this is, uh, yeah, it's great. It's, uh, yeah. The reason it's probably not being more successful amongst the wider public is because it's got flavour. Yeah. Um, it's funny because I haven't good. chilled mine particularly mm. and as a result I'm getting all of the flavour in it and mm. uh, it went into the fridge a bit late but that's to work to its uh, benefit here because you can actually get all of the maltiness out of it and all the hops are in there if you chill something too much folks then you're going to lose some of the flavours so yeah. that is yeah, that is a good, good, it's good, good, good. And you can get it pretty much in it anywhere mm. all, the, uh, mm. all the main supermarkets mm. um, so again Wrong. and the Czechs again. like the Scots They've got a lot in their locker. Uh, and I think they're among the favourites to go through. But let's not forget the Croatians, Tom. Yeah, and there, if ever there was a Croatian image for you, it was that. Why have we got a pair of plums Lovely hanging behind plums. us? Because, obviously, that's how we roll. But also yeah. because um, the Czechs have, have been... Obviously, got plenty of sporting prowess, haven't they, Benny? Got you Luka Modric in the football world, but... Yeah. Uh, Goranis Vinicevic, we're talking about. Who? His, Who have they got? The That's the one. And uh, Tony Koch, uh, the basketball player. Um, so they've got lots of sporting players. And they've, and they've done really well in the football tournaments in they recent have. years, haven't they? But when it comes to drinking prowess, they're probably the opposite of the Scots. Plenty yes. of sporting prowess, but turning up here a bit light on the old football. So... Uh, on the old drinks rather so i don't know whether they're going to get through here but um we we did put out our feelers try to get some mm -hmm. uh what you get croatian booze well i got uh, something sent to me in a very small bottle very very manly. Uh, which was so unbranded and i poured it into this to, to be representative of what it is this is a plum brandy so the croats are famous for something called uh rakaya rakia yeah, which is a bit like the Raki sort of the the Greek islands and um, the Turks. It's a, yeah, and the, the Turks. Turks and the, all, all that, that region, all that, all that area. Yeah, sort of Adriatics. Oh yeah. Right? yeah, the old Adriatics. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got your Adriatics. You got your Greeks. You got your Turks. all the seas. All the seas. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> and 
actually just occurred to me, I'm wearing an English shirt. Are we still allowed to compete in this tournament with our lazy national stereotypes and leaving Europe? Anyway, <laughs> they've made a plum, a plum brandy. Um, so they use plums. And uh, in the same way that the French would use grapes for their, for their cognac or their Armagnac, Mm-hmm. Uh, and they and they put them into a distillate and in some regions they add lots of other things so sometimes you'll see this plum brandy as a some completely transparent but sometimes afterwards they add some honey some cherries maybe some walnuts after the distillation and uh, in istria which is one of the regions where it's quite famous for this for this brandy they've got a yellowy browny one uh, <laughs> I'll say, oh, what? They've got a yellowy brownie one. That's yeah, yellowy brownie one. Uh, a bit sweeter. So lots of regional uh, variations. Uh, I'm not sure where this one's from. I'll give it a little taste. I'll get my uh, gums around these plums, Ben. Go for it. Mm. Well, it is all right, actually. Big juicy plums. <laughs> it's okay. It's quite, it's quite a kick to it. Ah, it's, there must be some honey in there. It's very sweet, and then it's very, <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. okay. Oh, all right. well, that's that's. I didn't actually. Have you got um, I have. I've got this from the Garden Brewery in Croatia, um, in uh, Zagreb. Uh, all the uh, the big beer geeks uh, love love this brewery. They're very very. You can get this from Beers of Europe. They've very kindly sorted us out with that. Uh, and this is a sour. It's a uh, Quite a light sour. Um, it's only three five three point five percent. Yeah, good. Uh, sour, sour. <laughs> well, I like, like the, the cans. It's clean. We'll leave a sour, sour taste. It's refreshing, <laughs> and it's uh, and it's distinct. I definitely okay. think it's distinct. I think, but um, no. I, I mean, if you like sour beer, this is great. If you don't like sour uh, beer, okay, not so much. Well, that's a fairly important distinction. It's an yes. acquired taste, much like plums. On my um, not everyone wants to put plums in their mouth no. in the same way that not everyone will plums. Want... <laughs> anyway, so that's that. I don't think the Croatians are going through in no, shorts. Right, I don't man. think we've 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 sold anyone up the well, river after on they that. Beat England uh, a few years ago, no. Not no. And also, they also look like tablecloths for their kit. Uh, so the English go through as winners of that group, I yeah, think. Just, just a great yeah, quality yeah, yeah. Was, benchmark ale. Goal difference with Scotland. Yeah, because I think Scotland are going through as runners up, but they're only just yeah. runners up because that is one of the best new gins I think you we've had get. delivered to us in recent time. Eightlands Gin takes the Scots through easily. Mm. Um, and do and then, we do we get the the course we do, man? Yes. Best yes, runners up. Golden lager, man. That, that is yeah. going through. And they've got Wait. more to offer, I'm sure, like the yeah. Scots. Okay. So there we are. Croatia, bad luck. Um, mm. But well done to the other three. You go into the last 16. Yeah. And next, uh, the next games are going to be Group E. E. Group E. Group E. Group E. Um, um, group e. We've got two. Yeah. Uh, something we, we don't encounter in our shows, is it? Isn't it, Tom? No. Don't no do drugs. Groupies. Drugs are for mugs. No, uh, not the drug. No, oh. what about groupies? You idiot. Oh, groupies. No. <laughs> not a single so. groupie in 10 years. No. 
at the theatre. Just bear that in mind, viewers. Come to our show. <laughs> if anyone wants to become a groupie, please email us at uh, thinkingdrinkers.com. Yeah. And uh, also go to our, uh, please do go to our podcast. Watch this. As we say, yeah. we talk about the Eight Lands Gym, but we talk about lots of different things on that uh, around the world and 80 drinks. Details of that and where you can buy all of these things, with the exception of the plum brandy, perhaps, uh, yeah. will be in the comments below. Uh, so check those out go away and try them yourselves uh, and we'll see you again for group e nice one bye Cheers.